We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. everyone and welcome to a monday morning version of the Gilcast. uh this one this one was my fault it was uh, it was my fault that we had to record on monday morning but honestly uh you know the the big reason for doing the Gilcast is uh is the is the immediate sunday night tilt there just there was really no tilt to be had unfortunately it was just one of those weeks where uh honest to god guys i kind of prefer when you have a sweat i i do it's like there was literally no sweat like yesterday really was not even that fun because if you didn't just play Gabe Davis in tournaments, you were, you were not going to win. You were not going to get first place. I did not have Gabe Davis on any tournament teams. And I mean, we like, I think we probably knew our cash team was going to win by the end of the first quarter, probably. I mean, yeah. because Alan, Alan had 20 at the end of the first quarter and he was, you know, like he was 25% in the double ups, which meant that you just had the Brady teams dominated. And uh, I, I guess really we knew we were going to win when Brees all ripped off the 80 yard reception. And that was just it. Oh yeah. When, when Brees went nuts, I literally was, I looked at my wife and I said, Hey, I uh, want, want to go for a walk later with the dog. And she's like, Oh, it's one of those weeks. Like when I'm losing, normally that's what I right, offer exactly. to do for the afternoon. Like, I'm like, no smashing. Yeah. Like, it, and it, you just knew, like it was, it was one of those days unfortunately well, not I, a gpp a little bit of a sweat because I, I didn't play josh allen 
So it was a, uh, it was a little, it was a little more sweaty for me when Josh Allen just kept throwing touchdown after touchdown after touchdown against my vaunted Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Uh, but, but yeah, it was, it was I mean, a little tougher. So the three man standings, Nate and I played the same team. Uh, we played the same team as almost everyone else did. Uh, let's see in the massive $25 double up, our team came in 10th place out of like 6,000 entries and all the way from place 10 to place 258 was all our team. So that means our, our team was about what Nate about one to 3% of the field in any given double up, something like that. Uh, our team placed 91st place in the millionaire maker. Our team played by Moke Lovin won the $50 single entry red zone. Um, so that team was Josh Allen. Some other stuff too. Yeah. Our, Our team was Josh Allen, Leonard Fournette, Brees Hall, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Chris Olave, Tyler Higby, Jeff Wilson Jr., and the Cowboys defense. Um, scored a lot of points. I mean, honestly, it was to the point of, like, I don't care about this Cowboys defensive. Like, the Cowboys defensive touchdown actually was more annoying because, obviously, I didn't play any of them in tournaments. And uh, so, at that point, it was just like, well, that just is making it harder for me to regain equity on some of these shitty tournament teams that I I was so dead in tournaments that it didn't matter. At that point, it was just watching the the run out almost was more tilting in cash games just because – when you hit the nuts like that and literally everything that could go right went right and you don't get to profit more than, I mean, I probably profited 5% more than I profited last week. And it was a hundred percent, the best run out you could have asked for on almost the, every single The team player. that won the million dollars in the millionaire maker contest was just a simple two V two off of our lineup, which it was just Gabriel Davis instead of Chris Olave and Kate Otten instead of, Tyler Higby and that that won the million dollars. Uh Holy both shit. Kate Otten, Kate Otten was totally in play for cash. I had a Kate Otten team at one point. I actually had the team that Sammy played uh, at one point as well. The team that Sammy played was Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Brees Hall, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, OJ Howard, Jeff Wilson Jr. in the Cowboys defense. So Sammy played a 3v3 with Brady Cup and Howard instead of Josh Allen. Alave and Tyler Higby. And and to be honest, Higby, well, I mean, what did he get? Like seven receptions in the end? I Yeah, he had, he had 10 targets. I just felt like it was very important for me to go back to getting zero from my tight end. You know, yeah. it was just it, last week, <laughs> I think brand. I got some points and I was like, yo, I got I got to I got to switch this up. Yeah, I mean, the hit, I actually had no problem with like I I think that all of these lineups that that did not play Tyler Higby even from like a theoretical perspective, even from a projection perspective, I think they were all fine. I think that the mistake at this point is just not playing one of Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts in cash. I mean, I just, I just think I like it's like, and, and not only, not only, I mean, like Brady is, is obviously the, the efficiency is returned. The, you know, the Buccaneers were marching up and down the field. They, they had some red zone troubles. I think, I think they had a turnover in the red zone. If I, remember, I think maybe someone fumbled in the red zone, if I'm remembering correctly, but the big difference between Brady and, and this is even true for Mahomes as well. And we're going to see this next week too, because the bills and the chiefs play each other next week. And that's going to be, uh, you know, obviously a lot of attention is going to be on that game for daily fantasy. The chiefs don't have, uh, that killer drive in the second half. They're just kind of hanging. And the, the Eagles, too. I mean, the Eagles could have put away the Cardinals yesterday, but they were... Well, their offensive line got injured. Uh, I don't remember which one. One of their tackles got But the Eagles, I mean, 
Hertz's fantasy production in the second half is is just brutal this year. I mean, all yeah. of his product, it's like 80% of his production has come in the first half. They just, they take the foot off the gas where with the bills, they don't, you know, I mean, Allen, Allen is, is, is a one, this is like a unique season right now to be playing someone like, I mean, he, so I, he I threw, I don't think that Brady was bad. I, I personally, I, don't... I, I just felt so good about the wide receivers and the overall floor that yeah. I felt like my team had, there was no places that I felt like I was giving up equity and I, yeah, I, I didn't really think cash was this hard. I mean, this team I had built on Saturday and I was like, I'm not giving up anything at wide receiver. I know the Shakir news and the Callaway news made a lot of people pivot. See, I did. I did really want to play Khalil Shakir and some people played, uh. some people played Marquez Callaway. And I had this argument with a couple people in, uh in, you know, discussion. And I just, I thought Shakir was very clear of Marquez Callaway uh, I mean, and the argument for Callaway, who some people did play was, okay, you know, he's going to play a hundred percent of snaps. He's going to be out there, you know, pretty much the, uh, the entire game. And I mean, I, I believe that that was true. Um, uh, Marquez Callaway played 56 of 77 offensive snaps. He ran a drop back on 21 of 27 routes and Shakir was uh out there less he played on 39 to 56 snaps but he actually ended up running more routes he ran a route on 28 of of uh 39 dropbacks like he was clearly ahead of isaiah hodgins clearly ahead of tanner gentry and i thought shakir was good so sammy i was trying to find something similar to your team but i was giving up um one of lockett or alave as well i was going i was keeping josh allen and doing shakir a punt tight end and um, I don't I don't remember exactly what, but it was to get Cup. It was to get Shakir and Cup over Lockett and Alave. Because I thought if you played one of those, if you played one of those dusty like those value type wide receivers, you needed to get up to Cup. That was the only team that made yes. sense. To me. And yeah, I and I, like I said, I don't think it was that bad. But I do. My personal opinion is that Callaway was not as good of a play as Shakir. And I know that all the sites had Callaway projected for more points. That was like a. It was like a big time. I know better spot. I do. You, do you remember when Callaway was going in like the sixth round of best ball last year? Yes. When he, yes, when he I got, do. when he got just like pumped up and, and he was a thing. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I was Callaway is a wind sprinter, dude. Callaway Callaways is, is a, he's just a wind sprinter. I mean, he's Chris Hogan basically. Yeah. I, I'll say this. I agree with you guys about, uh, the, the quarterback position, you know, it's just like, I played Brady and, Olave had done, you know, and I did this so I could get up and and play Cooper Cup because he's just like a complete smash all the time. But Olave has been doing so good in terms of like air yards and market share and all this that like, I think it was probably better the way you guys did it. I didn't want to be results oriented. Um, you know, you guys scored 221. I scored two. Well, Olave, like- so, so your lineup was closer to ours than it looks because... Alave suffered a concussion on a play where he got awarded a touchdown. I where saw honestly, that. I, I could see the refs going either way. So if you were not watching the games yesterday, Alave scores a touchdown, but it was it was kind of the Calvin Johnson rule where he he has it in his arms. He does take two steps, but then when he goes to the ground, uh, because he got knocked out cold as he went to the ground, the ball ends up bobbling out. And like I've seen that rule go either way like the refs are the refs are just flipping coins at that point so Olave was pretty close to having I mean what was that a 20 yard touchdown I mean that's a nine point play I mean he was pretty close to being a single digit guy for for sure but like but he also got hurt 
you know, and, and didn't yeah. play the rest of the game. I'll, I'll just say like, you know, I felt very, very good about getting to Cooper cup and my lineup. Like I just felt like I was okay. Once, once we started talking about it Sunday morning, how it was okay to like not play Higby because Higby was the best tight end play. But, but, but like, we, we have talked about this all year on the show. Like these 4K tight ends, they're the worst plays. Like I told I that to I told that to Wiggins on Sunday morning. I was like, Higby is like a great play, clearly the best points per dollar play, gonna get a bunch of targets. But if if it if Higby is preventing me from getting to the lineup I want, I'm j I just I don't care. You know, right. I don't care. Yeah. So I, I finally went down to Howard. Of course, Howard just cucked it up and scored zero. Zero J Howard. And cup you know caught a whatever like 75 yard touchdown <laughs> right away and it was like okay like i'm gonna win like this is great did you I, yeah did, did you consider otten at all at tight end uh no i didn't uh i, I, I think that was a leak otten was the guy i decided in the end was better. i had too many i i didn't want too many bucks i already had fournette yeah, Brady, and godwin i yeah. i just that's the reason i didn't go with otten there um yeah. i just didn't want to go fourth buck because the chances like the structural integrity of the lineup like the the bucks are i mean you can say oh they're back and brady's efficient and it's not they suck dude they suck brady threw one touchdown like that team's ass uh, i'm out brady I'm threw out. 50 something times in one time i mean it, it, i know crazy for the brady that we and like, and oh, it's not like it's not like oj howard didn't play the role you expected. I mean, he played 46 of 58 snaps. He ran a drop back on 15 of 25 snaps. The issue was the the Texans remained competitive in that game, so they just got to hammer Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce had 26 <laughs> rushes. 26 <laughs> rushes in that game. It was a big problem for us in Survivor. Big, big problem for us. Big problem for us in Survivor. But I mean, had the Jaguars been able to score points, it 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 could have been a little bit different. I mean, and the Jaguars yeah. even gained a ton of yards. I, I believe the Jaguars had like 450 yards of total offense. Um, they just which, they just couldn't score in the red zone. Which is insane because uh Christian Kirk did nothing. Yeah, they had they had nothing. 422 yards on on offense and and just couldn't find, just couldn't put points on the board yeah i don't understand what happened in this game i, I didn't watch any of it so shout out to me good job it, it just it really wasn't on red zone i mean it, etn had etn had 10 for 71 as a rusher three for 43 as a receiver. marvin jones had a huge game is what ended up happening he had seven for 104 and kirk had God, I hate three targets hands. one reception 11 yards yeah let's don't, talk don't a little bit let's... about running back because i do think where we went with running back i felt way more confident in we'll start with wilson i felt i i mean fournette was obviously i think he was everybody's number stone one stone lock yeah. yeah i so think the breeze hall spot and was the debate the two wilson and breeze were the two i felt really comfortable in wilson i know a lot of people didn't which was surprising to me to see wilson's level of ownership i i felt like wilson was almost as close as fournette for me at his price tag and i felt a little shaky about about Brees. I mean, with, uh, justifiably so. I mean, Michael Carter played a ton in this game. Oh yeah, I mean, we remember. Do you, do you guys remember guy, early down guy? He's. I mean, Brees. Brees is only the guy for passing downs and then uh, two minute drills. Like it's Michael Carter is still first down, and second down, the guy that they're trusting with or goal line situation. Carter Carter like, played twenty five of fifty nine snaps. Brees played forty one of fifty nine, but. By far the most tilting was that they got to the one yard line twice as a result of Brees, right? Brees got Brees had a 79 yard reception, gets oh down to the God. one, 
They give Carter the touchdown. He does it again in the fourth quarter. I think it was like an 18-yard run, gets them to the one-yard line, and they bring in Carter. They did it to him twice. But dude, and, that's unfair. And he missed the double bonus by three rushing yards. Like, this yeah, could have yeah. been an all-time Brees Hall day. We ran bad. Like, I we mean, ran Brees Hall... You don't you don't see it that often. I I like so what double bonus plus twelve. I mean he could have got to forty five. Do you yeah. do, do you guys remember close. when we were tilting in the first quarter because Carter got like the first three or four touches and I was like good job guys we played the Jets backup running backup back. Running back. back. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I do think Carter like the, the Brees Hall thing could have gone bad. I do think the Jeffrey Wilson play is though like he's the guy. Oh, I mean, Wilson was I, such I a good play. I don't. Weren't. Yeah, I mean, I, I, before before yesterday, he had given up one singular rush to another to another running back. Um, now the workload yesterday, I actually do think, in a way, Jeff Wilson Jr. ran good to get the stats that he had. He got the hundred yard bonus. Um, so yesterday he Tevin he saw, showed up. We well, saw a reduced role. He played thirty. He played fifty percent of the snaps. He played thirty eight of sixty six snaps. He ran fifteen routes, which was the same amount as use check. They they use use check in the the third down back role a little bit more, and he had seventeen carries to Tevin Coleman's eight. I mean, which was the reason why I thought Jeff Wilson Jr. was probably not that great of a tournament play, which is just like in the in the red zone they're they're doing other stuff, right? I mean, you know, Debo and use check and Kittle, like uh, uh, George Kittle returning to being like a guy who's um you know a real a real human being seems seems pretty good but i thought i it was interesting though i mean no one really played a $7300 dalvin cook as a home favorite against the chicago bears you can't and dalvin in, is in not the a dome. good play davis in dalvin the dome not dalvin would have been a bad play dalvin legit yeah i do dalvin is not the same dalvin he got there from an efficiency standpoint but dalvin is not this three down it's because Every... it's because of the shoulder. They're they're playing Madison more on third downs now. Nate is correct. So like Dalvin at his price, I actually think was a bad play. Like Dalvin would have to be below Kamara for me to consider him. I think. Like, well, that's the other thing. I mean, we all, we also did not play Alvin Kamara, who in a very similar way to Brees Hall uh, could have really smashed. Taysom Taysom saved. This could have gone real bad for us. The fading Kamara and going Brees. Yeah. If Taysom doesn't be ta- if Taysom isn't Taysom and Kamara gets two touchdowns, I mean, Kamara without forty five burger on her five point without result. without a touchdown, he had twenty three for one hundred three as a rusher and six for ninety one as a receiver. I mean, we're we're talking about we just talked about Brees maybe having a forty five point day. Kamara also almost Kamara. had three touchdowns and the double bonus. Like it was, we were very close to getting punished for not playing him. Yeah, but you know, in the end, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. I mean, I mean, he's gonna win me. T- he's gonna win me two million dollars. <laughs> I I had I had Kamara in my original lineup. Um, you know, this he was, is he was a- this is an interesting little wrinkle. I, Taysom is still tight end eligible on Fanduel, um, and I think oh. people are I think people are gonna start playing him now after this. Even at, even at like sixty one hundred, I wonder if DraftKings makes the switch though. At some the point, it's probably too- you can play Taysom is, is tournament. There's just no, there's no game script. There's no projecting. There's no, Oh, I didn't, I didn't mean, I didn't mean for cash, but I meant, I, it's like, I was talking about this with, um, Rich Rebar yesterday of just like, where would you rank Taysom as a tight end moving forward? And like, honestly, I don't think there's a world where on websites where he's tight end eligible, he's not top 10 because oh, what are you going to do? Five. I mean, the play, tight end position is total it's so dust. bad. The upside yeah. that he can, what he can do in a single week in, in getting 25 points, 
very few tight ends can. Like Dalton Schultz, Dalton Schultz, who was the tight end six in fantasy football this year, has put up back to back air balls while not being injured, right? But back to back games with zero receptions. But Taysom could also be game scripted out and get three snaps in the entire game, and you can you couldn't be pissed. But I mean, it's like, but that's true of. That's true of every tight end. I mean, TJ Hawkinson came off the seventh best tight end performance of all time, all time last week and had one reception for six yards against the New England Patriots, right? Yeah, the Lions game was a disaster. Well, here's, I mean, here's the thing, and, and we don't have to belabor the point about Taysom, but he has no floor, right? The floor is like insanely low because he's not really catching passes. You know what I mean? He's like rushing the ball. And so there will be games where he has one rush for two yards and that's it. And then occasionally he'll have, a but you're also, like but this. I mean, you're getting that from TJ Hawkins and Dalton Schultz and, and all these other guys. So it's like, yeah, Fox I mean, I still had like 50 air yards this week. I mean, it was just, yeah, it, was, had like it, zero it, was, it was an all time. It was an all time letdown spot for lines. I mean, I bet, I bet, um, on, I bet on the Patriots in that game with, uh, with Mr. Zappi, uh, Okay, let's see. I, I we... played I played the Patriots defense in a GPP. Uh, yeah, and, I did, and did. I did too. And did not cash it. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Uh, okay, I mean, is there anything else interesting about our team? I mean, I guess it is. What did everybody else play? Well, I mean, you know, there were two V2s off this team. I think a lot of people did the Kamara. Did the yeah. Kamara thing. Yeah, I think a lot of some people I saw even did two punt two punt wide receivers in Callaway and Shakir. Oh, yeah. stop! Um, stop! No. Trying to think of any other common builds. I don't know. I again, this one didn't feel like you had to galbrain to get there. Well, here, yeah, I mean, let, let me let me sort by ownership in the in the the fifty dollar double up. So in in the fifty dollar double up, guys that we well see, Brady was actually the most owned quarterback. He was forty four percent owned. So that means more people did something weird right so either either um you know didn't play Lockett or or didn't play Brees Hall and got up to Kamara got up to Dalvin Cook um yeah Kamara was 33 percent a lot of people played Ramondre in cash which they kind of to be honest sucked out on because Damian Harris got injured uh Ramondre Ramondre in the end got up to 26 rushing attempts for 160 yards also let me just tell you this if you were one of the people that played a 23% on James Robinson in the massive $50 double up. Oh my send God. me, send me, a send, fucking, me. send me a fucking game next week. Dan, find because... Nate N. I don't care what you have to do on DraftKings. Find Nate N. James, James, James Robinson, Robinson. Worst play on the, I'm, I, this is the first time I've looked at these ownerships. That's the worst play I've ever seen in cash. That must've been one single site that put out like an optimal with him. There's that, no you're way, you're like... right. That totally had to be some yeah, website yeah, yeah. That, that had him in their optimal. It's, it's one week season for sure. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is interesting. Like Mike Evans, 14% never considered him. Damian Harris, 12% never considered him. I consider no. Damian Harris. I actually thought Damian Harris in, in tournaments was really good. Never. In oh coach, yeah. Yeah. Damian. I, the, the Lions totally different are, things. Yeah. The Lions are a brutal, brutal defense where like, I thought both Damian Harris and Ramondre were in smash spots. It's just not in cash. Yeah. Well, I, played... I, I guess Ramondre, Ramondre is not that much different. Than Ramondre is more ball. defendable in cash than Damian Harris. Is. Because he catches more yes. passes. But I'm saying Ramondre is similar to a Brees Hall, like yes, in this spot. So yeah, like he, you, you're, I, you're, I you're discounting, you're play. discounting the touchdown equity to get more reception equity, which is what you want on DraftKings for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I and I guess the other interesting thing is just like 
is this week of all the chalks smashing so, so hard? Is that going to build Is that going to feed into how people are building in our contests next week? Right. I mean, we've had, we've actually now had three weeks. So week one, uh, 3v3 off the optimal team wins the Millie Maker. Last week, just stacking, you know, all these 20% owned lines and Seahawks players won the Millie Maker. And this week, a 2v2. Honestly, I bet. If you went and looked at that guy's team who won the Millie Maker last week, I bet you could find Mike Evans or or someone instead of Gabe Davis duplicated in cash because the rest of the guys he played was like a cash team. Like yeah. all guys who were yeah. double-digit owned in cash games other than Gabe Davis. Now Pretty crazy. Million dollars. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good for him. No, but it's, it is, it is. I mean, you know, because this stuff is all changing and evolving. And I mean, something that's happened with ownership recently is guys who are expected to be mega chalk come in a little bit less owned than you think. And guys who look like leverage plays, like Rashad Penny last week, stuff like that, come in a little bit more owned because... Every, everybody's quote-unquote sharper, right? And that's been a development. Everyone's just galbraining a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so like in the red zone, Shakir ended up being like 15% owned, which I thought, um, yeah, was you low. never see that back in the day. Though. No, no. Mm-mm. Um, okay. Let's see here. Let me pull up. Let me pull up my red zone team. It's uh, it, spoiler alert. It was not very good. Uh, Wait. red zone. Okay. In the red zone, I played Jalen hurts at 15% Dalvin cook, who I thought was the best tournament play at 13%. I really liked Rashad Penny in that game. Uh, he broke his leg, so <laughs> rest in peace, buddy. Uh, then I played A.J. Brown with Jalen Hurts. He had three receptions on the first drive, then did not get one for the rest of the game. Played Hollywood Brown as my bring back. I played Khalil Shakir on every team that I made in tournaments. Dallas Goddard as the double stack. Rondell Moore at 5% in the flex. And the Seahawks defense, who got a singular point as leverage off of the Cowboys defense. Turns out leverage doesn't matter when you lose a 1v1 uh, by 22 points. So I all my teams, all my teams were exactly like that. It was Kyler doubles or or Hertz doubles. I, I thought that game looked really good. Looking at the ownership percentages, I think my my read was right. Hollywood, Devonta Smith, uh, Rondell Moore were the only double digit owned guys from that game were the quarter uh was Hertz. Kyler was two percent. 
Goddard was double digits. AJ Brown was double digits, but it just didn't end up happening. I mean, the thesis was the Browns or the, the Eagles go up two touchdowns and then Kyler throws 55 times, which looked like it was going to happen. And then the Eagles just stopped scoring, which was very yeah. frustrating. And then, and then Zayvon Collins didn't make more than five tackles. It's very, very frustrating. IDP yeah. prop day for me. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you uh, don't well, it, you know, it was really, it was doubly tough for Penny because he breaks his leg and then, I think Walker rips off like a 70 yard touchdown right after. And it's like, Oh damn, dude, you're adios. Penny just, man, for his talent and and the injuries, he's had. every time he's been, every single time he's been on the field, he's performed at a level that like, if he was healthy, we'd be talking about him. Like, well, I I think we'll probably never like this dude coming back from a broken leg. Like we'll probably never see him again. Right. It's a fibula. He'll, he'll be back. But I mean, it's not like it's a. It's almost worse when it's a soft. Uh, but he's on a. He's on a. He's on a one-year contract. The Seahawks probably won't re-sign him now with Kenneth. I mean, depending on how Kenneth Walker plays, like he'll probably go be the third-string running back for the Bears next year or something. Yeah, it's just sad. His career could have been something. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Sammy. Yeah, or, no, yeah so. Nate. Which one of you guys wants to go next? Uh, I go mean, ahead, I, Nate. I, do I even want to? I, I'll have to pull it up. I literally. All right, this this guy's this guy. It was Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Oh, no, I, I, oh my dude. god! <laughs> I texted you guys. I wasn't kidding. I did. I did Bridgewater double stacks. So I thought, uh, I thought you were joking. No. Uh, so I had Bridgewater, Hill, and Waddle. Uh, both Hill and Waddle came in under ten percent, which I was like excited about. Yeah, that's uh, that's nice. So yeah, and then I brought it back with Brees Hall, uh, Damian Harris, Mike Evans, uh, Goddard, Zay Jones, and Titans D. I mean, I don't even have a. I, I felt good when I saw ownership flip over because I do think Bridgewater, and Tyreek and Waddle, at single digit is is just a smash spot because I I I I guess I didn't realize how hurt Waddle and. Uh, Tyreek were, but the quarterback downgrade for them, it didn't really factor into their overall projection to me as much as for some, because so much of what they do is yards after the catch anyway, and just getting the ball into their hands, they're going to, um, they're going to be able to make plays. And so I thought they had as much upside as they've ever had. And at that price, it was, it was an easy play. So, uh, and then Bridgewater was cheap enough that I felt like, even though I knew he's not going to provide rushing upside and everything else like that i mean waddle and, and hill can get him the touchdown i just am him. not i'm not playing these dusty guys in tournaments um you know the the, the mar the mar the mariotas the the teddies the i mean even I, I like still... the, even even like the kurt cousins is and stuff dude like if you if you cannot envision your quarterback getting 40 like i just am, i'm not playing I think in tournaments at a certain price point, it's okay. I think the dead zone is where you get these like Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, like these guys that are like six. Sure. Yeah, they got to be like what was Teddy like fifty four hundred? Fifty four. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that like when Mariota is priced where he was two weeks ago or whatever when he was popular tournament player, like that stuff actually does make sense because a thirty point from a five k guy is very different than a twenty five or a twenty point Kirk Cousins game at sixty six hundred. Yes. Know? I think that's, I think that's, I think that's true. I mean, in general, I have, like, I would say 90% of the teams I build this year are going to be Mahomes, Allen, Hertz, Herbert, Kyler, probably like just, although the Kyler thing is like, 
they have been he has been so cocked by cliff it's just like it's not even fun to watch him play anymore well yeah i mean is all, all, it, how much of it is cliff and how much of it is kyler not being good like i, I was watching I think him. kyler is physically i still good. think kyler's, I think kyler's really mentally good. i yes. think kyler's mentally unable to play the game at, at the level he needs to to let his physical talent show through. well he is kyler is kyler is he is a step he is kyler is very good but he is a step below the truly great quarterbacks and like that really holds him back in. I mean, I and the thing is, physically, is it, I think physically he's right there. I just think he makes bad decisions. Doesn't know how to read and doesn't have overall football. Like he, I mean, some of this, some of the stuff he does, you're just like, what are you doing? But physically his gifts are as, as, as much there as anybody. And, and I think for, for our purposes, like just betting on those insane physical gifts, but I, I do, it's like, and I mean, look, we're all going to have to be making this decision next week. Like what is the, what do we think the what do we think the total for the look ahead line in uh in Bills Chiefs is like what fifty two? Oh, it's like fifty. Dude, it's gonna be like fifty four, fifty five. It's gonna be out of control. Let me see. It's gonna if it's be like up. one of the highest we've ever seen. It's uh fifty. I don't know. Fifty three. I think Bills defense is gonna keep like both. Yeah, I can see that being not as high as we think it. And the Bills, the Bills are a two point favorite. I mean, just like everyone from that game is going to be insanely chalk. Uh, the Bills are going to get Isaiah McKenzie and um, Dawson Knox back in that game. Uh, and we're going to get, we're definitely going to get some information about that because the Chiefs play on Monday night and someone could get hurt. We could, you, there could be a breakout, right? MBS could score a long touchdown. Juju could finally have a good game. You know, we'll see, but the, that, that Juju's is going to have a good game. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be, when, does, when does Hopkins come back? Week seven. He's week seven. He's no, I, I mean, think I actually think Hopkins, Hopkins, Rondale Moore, and Marquise Brown on this team. I actually do think that Kyler end of season is going to look very different, and Kyler's going to be right there with the Jalen Hurts. Like he's going to be in the top five QB in, in the season every week. Yes, I dude. Every time I see Kyler, he's just throwing like five yard flat routes. Right, and, never, and that and he, that's that's the issue is that because the whole offense that's where goes. his guys are. I mean, I Eno get, dude, I, I get it. I get it. But he's also runs those routes. He's also run more than five times in a game once all season. It's yeah. not can't, like he's we like, can't we can't have that. We we absolutely cannot have that. Yeah, that ain't it. Yeah. Well, um, you're, you guys are gonna look like fish by week fifteen. <laughs> what what in what by by saying we're big on Kyler? Like I think being too low on Kyler, like now I'm saying the opposite. I'm with Kyler. you. I'm saying I'm saying I played Kyler this last week at two. Yeah, I I'm like saying, Kyler, and I'm saying I think Kyler kind of sucks. So <laughs> here we you're, are. You're a fish. Whatever. <laughs> Keep playing your juju nonsense. <laughs> you guys, you guys had Blender on the show last last week. He was giving actual uh, actionable information, and now I'm back giving IDP takes and uh, talking about well, Kyler's talent level. Obviously, my my tournament team didn't matter at all, but I actually did like Blender was in my head as I was building it because I normally would never play a Mike Evans like in a spot like this. I would never play a Mike Evans in a uh, Damian Harris on a team like this because their ownership. But I knew having the Bridgewater, Tyreek and Waddle stack that I was going to like I'm not playing against the whole field if that stack goes off. And so right. a 20 percent on Mike Evans doesn't. Um, didn't scare me as much as it did, but the team sucked anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, Sammy. you know, Sammy's team. Oh yeah. yeah, Sammy. Let's go. Oh yeah, Sammy. Uh. So this was in the hundred dollar spy, the five hundred k one. Uh. I did play Hertz. 
I played Hertz and I single stacked him with Goddard. This is like this is like a pretty chalky team. I brought it back with Marquise Brown. I played Kamara and Brees Hall at running back. I got a little mini correlation with Godwin and Drake London. I did play oh, the yeah. Atlanta Falcons, dude. What they, a fucking mess. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. Cuck balls. Uh, and I played Shakir as my last run, uh, receiver and the Tennessee Titans defense. This team only had three players under 10%. Drake London uh, was 8%. Marquise I mean, Brown, 9.2. To Titans, be honest, 4.5. You know, I've I, been, I don't know if that's good. Obviously, I, I don't agree with everything that Blunder says because who can imagine agreeing with everything that he said? But I mean, I thought a couple of the points he said made sense. Like, you got it if you're going to play chalk. Like, and obviously this is not no, nothing new under the sun. Like if you're going to play chalk, you need to be doing it in thoughtful ways. Like you need to play a couple 5% guys if you're going to play. And, and the other thing is like to be getting, if you're going to play the chalk, do it in a way that's creating leverage against other chalk. So like, uh, you know, Evans was actually leveraged on Leonard Fournette because there are only so many touchdowns available, yada, yada. Or like, if you're going to play, uh, you know, if you're going to play Josh Allen, like, you know, play, play one of his guys who is, is, you know, don't play Diggs, right. Play someone, play Quentin Morris, play, play Shakir. Play Gabe Gabe Davis, Davis, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, it's, it's like, obviously, uh, you know, all of us are still learning and, and figuring stuff out as, as all of this goes along. Uh, I mean, it, it stinks. I had, I, I, by this time last year, I'd already had a top 10 sweat in the red zone and I'd already taken second in it by this time, two years ago. So we're we're still fighting to have a profitable season. We would like you should have just played the cash team, right? Should have just yeah, played I, the cash uh, team. I, I, after, I was shocked. After, after after this week, I pulled up my like, you know, I do a bankroll tracker just to make sure I'm playing in the right contests and and you know, uh exploiting my edge well and uh my tournaments uh not not a great spot for me and then to have my cash team hit this way and to see like a zero in tournaments everywhere was like super tilting super yeah. tilting because i mean that cash run out was like as good as you're gonna get like that's what you're hoping for it's gotta be it's gotta be the most points any of us has ever scored in cash right 221 got gotta, it's gotta be. be gotta be the most right I, there's gotta been be. 200 weeks before but 221 is uh even it's if it's not points. the most overall points, it was just how high it was in the field. Like it wasn't just that it was the chalk team. It was also the best of the chalk teams where it wasn't just, that's the bummer. I mean, and in tournaments, I mean, I've, I've, I've lit money on fire every week through five weeks. So. Well, I mean, you got to light money on fire until you get first place, right? That's the whole right. thesis. That's right. You got to, you got to light fire on money to make money as the old yeah. saying goes. That's uh, that is what they say. All right, guys, I got to get out of here. Everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, We will uh, we'll be back next week.